Welcome back to the Random Horror Show. I am your horror hostess, Keisha Lacey, coming straight, straight out of the Iron Pond, current better known as East Texas. And today's episode, as we just throwing this bitch out and everything, we are going to be talking about our favorite horror movies. It's not in any particular order. But I know Halloween was yesterday, but we're going to be celebrating Day of the Dead, Lost Birthdays. We in Mexico, Texas is Mexico and everything else. So we're going to be talking about horror movies of all favorite times, what everybody be watching all through, you know, the whole like spooky season, also Halloween and November the 1st, which is Day of the Dead. And of course, I have my awesome wonderful daughter here and she gonna be hello, like hello, putting hello. up her, her little her little tidbits and everything else of what's her favorite horror movies and everything so y'all heard her say hello 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 there <laughs> hello there <laughs> you ready to start you ready to go yeah oh yeah let's uh get this shebang a bang Let's get the shebanga bang going. So dead like, by dawn. Sorry. <laughs> dead by dawn. Dead by dawn. So no in particular order like with spooky season. Like everybody still thinks spooky season is over. But like still spooky season is 365 days. 24-7. Every day. Every day I'm hustling. So... Like, which is, like, your favorite go-to movie that you have been watching ever since, if, like, you're ever, like, 24 years on this earth? Pretty much Evil Dead. Evil Dead. <laughs> like, Always, like, mostly the 80s and 90s, like, horror films. Mm-hmm. Even though that, yes, it didn't age in some of them very well, but it still, like, has that comedy in there. Just oh, a little okay. bit, just a little bit of okay. it. And it also, like, you can see more of that gore mm-hmm. in there, too. So I like that as well. So, like, 80s horror films, it's, like, your jam. Oh, yeah. Like, do you feel like, and there's any, like, current um horror films that you mm, like? Insidious. Insidious? So, like, The I Insidious. Did. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah, so The Insidious. So, like... I would say I, would, I do like The Insidious, um... Series. Yes, yes. Red Door. I haven't even watched Red Door. You haven't? Uh-uh-uh. It was pretty good. I do want to rewatch it again because I know I did kind of forget some of the scenes, but it doesn't hurt to rewatch it again. That's right. That is so right, right there. So, one of like my top favorite um, horror films. <clears throat> I mean, I have, like, a lot, and I feel that, like, sometimes, like, being so indecisive as a Pisces, that we all, like, go, I don't know, what's our favorite? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) But but I'm just gonna hit, like, my, like, my top-tier ranking ones that I really, uh, really like. I really, like, rewatch all the time. Um, It's just not, like, my particular genre that I really like and everything which I stated last night in my live that the zombie movies the zombie apocalypse movies because you know like the zombie apocalypse you know movies have always been around but you know ever since we had that surge of the walking dead 
Oh, yeah, um, everybody went crazy. Oh, everybody Dead. went crazy over Walking Dead, <laughs> but you know, it's been it's very it's like the longest like series been going on. True. But it is get it is pretty tiring. Yeah. And and it is. It's pretty tiring. I think that like genre is a good genre, but it's just like it's overplayed. Something. It's overplayed and overhyped, but I feel that like, you know, it's the same thing with um you know, vampire movies. Vampire movies where it was like, I'm looking for something fresh. Right, right. Like, so we need some more hype, some more gore, something differently where it's not predictable. So my like I'ma just combine all of these movies. Um my favorite ones that I don't mind watching, of course, you know, like the zombie, you know, apocalypse like genre and everything. It's just like us uh, overplayed, it's overkill. It's gonna be Train to Busan, Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy eight, and Zack Snyder's remake of the Dawn of the Dead. Now those three mm. right there, I combine those because of like how the story structure of like all three of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna start off with, of course, the first one that scared the shit out of me when I was a little girl, <laughs> thanks to your aunt Angie Angelique. Mm-mm. She uh, brought this movie home, you know, VHS, you know, all of that back in the 80s and stuff. And that was like one of the first movies that really literally scared the shit out of me. And I was like around five years old. And I'm just like, oh shit, we up the street from a cemetery. These little fools going to be coming out of their graves. They're going to mm-hmm. like come and attack us. I had nightmares. I had a lot of nightmares watching this film. Because the, you know, you know who I met, you know, I met Tom Savini. Yeah. And Tom Savini did the, uh, the special effects. This is like him just like starting off and he's like really getting into it and everything else. Also when he, uh, he also cameoed and played a character, um, one of the, the, what'd you call it? The little looters and stuff at the mall. Yeah. And he was he was in it, and he was so cute too. He's still he's still a cute. I don't care how old he is, like he is still cute to me. I know the one movie that really gave me nightmares was House of Wax. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be talking about that one too. But man, yeah that Mm-mm. that was ugh. That one scene whenever dude got his ankle snipped. Uh, uh, this still gets me every time. Uh, every time. Uh, yeah, that was that was that grossed me out, but. Uh. But you know he um he did the makeup for that, but like in that time, you know, with Dawn of the Dead, you know, it happened. You know, the most of the action was more like at the mall, so it's like basically had like that um that story part, just like um uh, you know, just like The Walking Dead. But you like have like it happened in Pittsburgh, of course. That's where uh Tom Savini is from, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And they're, like, trying to get away, you know, from, like, this apocalypse. They don't even know what's going on, why people are eating each other and stuff like that. But before in the movie, you know, before all that action was happening, you know, it it opens up, like, with the the um, newscaster, you know, the one of the main characters. She was there, you know, doing the news. You know, her, her boo thing was there and everything. Um, you know, he had this helicopter, you know, we found out that she was pregnant and, um, and of course, like it cuts out with that scene of her getting away, you know, him or her and her boyfriend 
And then there's, uh, you know, Ken Forsey's character mm-hmm. and uh, Roger. I forgot the guy's name, but oh my gosh, he was so cute. But I love both of them. They were both cute. They was like with the police tasks and they broke into like a housing projects and they didn't know what was going on until there was that preacher that came and he was just he was like telling them like this was going on and I just threw the bodies down here in the basement and there was like some scary ass parts like when the woman oh my god when the woman was trying to get out and she got like her whole ass shit like ate the fuck up just pulled like skin and bone and flesh oh Oh, it was terrible I was I mean you can watch the whole movie Mm -hmm. like on YouTube it's her really chest? girl her neck chest head everything was just rawr, like just oh just gross like that and that was like oh my god i can't why i had my eyes like closed and everything else mm-hmm. but you had like that social you know you had that social uh uh theme with it too because you know it was like a very uh, how would I say a climactic time around that um, the seventies? Of course, I was born in seventy eight as it is, anyways. But you you see a lot like seeing from like Ken Forsey's character, you know, from them going into the projects, you know, this housing projects right there. Um, these people are trying to get out, you know. Uh, there was like this dude who was like so racist as fuck and shit. He was like, oh, Puerto Rican scum. And I'm like, oh my God, bitch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but like, you had like a lot of that racial tension and stuff with that, with the cops. And then, mm-hmm. you know, these people are trying to get out. And then this like a pop, this zombie outbreak. But um, another scene that scared me was the kids that jumped out because when they went to go refuel, yeah. And, you know, they was looking around trying to look for, you know, food and junk like that. And the kids, like, came out of this room because they heard this knock and they, like, attacked, like, Ken Forsey's, like, character. And that scared the shit out of me. And I was like, and that was the one thing that really, 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 like, hit me hard is, like, this damn virus don't give a damn about kids. Because when you see kids, like, in a light like that, and you're a kid yourself, mm-hmm. oh, shit, that will, oh, man, that, like, messed me up right there. Because I was like, I don't want to get bit, you know, and I've always been afraid, ever since that movie, I've always been afraid if there is, like, a real ass like, zombie apocalypse, you know, as a kid, I have to, like, hatch out my own, like, survival you know, system for me to survive and not get bit because I don't want to turn into one of those nasty things. True. Yeah, so that was the one movie that scared the shit out of me. I did not, didn't even watch him until Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, which, you know, is the same thing. Um, You know, it's, you know, still same thing, but it had Sarah Polly in there. Mm-hmm. And the guy who played her husband in the beginning... When he got tore, his ass tore about a little girl who turned into a zombie. Wasn't that the, I think it was like in the beginning of it where it showed they were asleep, the parents mm-hmm. were asleep, and then the little girl, she like came It in. was actually not her parents, it was their neighbor's daughter. Oh, yeah, it was and a, she came in. She came in. Yeah, it was the neighbor's daughter that came in. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's what all happened, but the guy who played 
uh, her husband, Sarah's Polly husband, he was also in Hello, Mary Lou prom night too. So I re Craig, <laughs> I recognized him. And I haven't even seen him in a while since I, you know, and then when I seen him, I was like, oh shit, it's the guy from like Hello, Mary Lou. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. But, but again, like I said, in mm -hmm. the, um, you know, George Merrill's one of 78, um, then you seen the same thing with the kid busting in the house, tearing her husband's ass up. Sarah Polly with all her fucking might climbed out that bathroom window, got in that little old bitty ass Toyota, yeah. and drove her ass on and everything. And I and I like how like the character plot development of like all of the survivors, you know, you got Bing Rains up in there. Holiday Heart! Holiday yeah. Heart! Yeah. That's a good-ass movie with Bing Rains in there. Holiday Heart. I have to watch that again. Oh, my it was, God. It's been a while since I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. She was so phenomenal in Holiday Heart, and he's been phenomenal in so many damn movies. Then you got Makai Pfeiffer. Live off of Soul Food. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot he was on there too. Yes, he was on there because he like his girlfriend got bit and everything, and she was pregnant. So you had, oh, right. yeah, that was a different change. Right. Yeah, that was the different change with that one and everything mm -hmm. from, you know, the original character who was pregnant. Yeah, in the seventy eight one. Then you have this one with Zack Snyder. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's flip the script. Let's have her to get bitten, and she has a zombie baby. And the zombie baby was really weird looking and shit. I was like, ew, kill that bitch. <laughs> no, for real, because that's, that's disgusting. I know, right? But he was, like, protecting his, like, girlfriend and oh, his, yeah. like, baby girl and everything else. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, baby girl was... Baby girl. Nah. Mm -mm, no, nah, I would shoot both of them in the fucking head as it is anyways. I don't give a shit. Wait, didn't she change, too? Yeah, she changed. Yeah, because she did have the baby, right? Mm-hmm. Because she was, she was still human. Yeah. And then, like, right after she... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, he was just... He That's was, messed up. Yeah, he was like, I mean, because he was still operating like as the real world, but mm -hmm. he he was like so heartbroken and so torn behind that. And he was just like, I'm going to still like make sure that my child comes into this world. And I was just like, well, you got to look at the reality of things that yeah. shit has changed. It really has changed. Mm -hmm. It was not going to work. It's not going to work. And then, of course, you had your favorite characters and your unfavorite characters in the film. Uh, and it also, same thing, like, with the beginning of the uh the 78 one is that you had the security guards that was there in the mall and the the big time dude i forgot his name he's been in a couple of programs i forgot his name but he was real cute though but he was like more kind of like that like that prejudice kind of like bigoted dude and everything bigoted no motherfucker was bigoted as hell and shit <laughs> but i like but i liked him though because i mean yeah he cute but i was like damn bro you can do better than that shit shit has changed you know they ain't no like for you to be acting all like real crusty and stuff but crusty yeah he was acting crusty and everything but i can understand like why he was acting crusty because he didn't want you know he didn't want like somebody infected coming in. True. You know, he, he I mean, I understood like his standpoint right there. You know, he wanted to protect his little little ragtag team of like mall security flashlight rag cops and shit. Team. 
ragtag team of security I guess cops. They were some ragtag team. I mean, like, but he proved a fucking point though. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I mean, he got bouty bouty with it and shit. He really did. He really got bouty bouty with it. But uh, Vin Rain's character, um, got again. I loved him in this film. I really did. I really loved him in this. He like brought a lot. And then Jake Weber was in it too. He brought a lot of that. Kind of like that calm, you know, logical. He was a, mm-hmm. he was a blonde-headed cute guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He brought a lot of that with it. So you had, like, a lot of personalities um, in this film. Even, like, the some, some of them were, like, the side characters. True. You still, like, care for them. I mean, even the old lady, the one that was driving the truck and they brought the rest of those people in, um, you know, especially Matt Frewer, who... Mm-hmm. Uh, played the dad that was bit and the little girl, you know, his daughter, she was just like, fuck, my dad's gonna fucking die, you know? (laughs) Takes a lot to process. (laughs) I know, right. And also, there was, like, a Disney, like, actor person that was in this film, too. Uh, I forgot his name, but I think it was, like, an Air... No, he wasn't, like, an Air Bud or something, but he did, like, play some um, Disney movies. He had the dark hair who, like, you know, he thought, like, old girl was cute. I'm trying to think of the Disney movies you're talking about. Oh, like, the yeah. older ones? Yeah, like, the 90s. One is in the 90s and stuff. But he was, like, in it. And I recognized him in a couple little, when he was younger. He was, like, and I was, like, oh, he cute. Uh-huh. Like, you know, he was the one that was with the uh the guy, the security head guard guy. Like, right. those little yeah. ragtag team. He was the cute one. He was, like, the super cute one. I'm like really, really trying to remember what he be talking about. I don't know. I'm thinking like, uh, what's that? What's that one? I mean, I have the movie. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have the fucking movie though. Like, and really, that was like, like after you know, Zack Snyder did that one right there. I was like, you know what? I it restored my faith in loving. You know, uh, I mean, I have to be very selective of like the zombie genre, but. You know, his was, like, really good. I mean, it still had that fear factor, that shit, you know, everything racing in my head. You know, my heartbeat bumping out of my chest. Um, He did a really great job um, of that movie. He really did. Yes. Good show. Good show. Good show. Good good show. Mm -hmm. Um, The third one is Train to Busan. Have you seen that? Nope. (gasps) I have not. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anna, you need to see Train to Busan. Oh my god. Seriously. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. spoil it, but like everybody knows about Train to Busan. It is a foreign um zombie outbreak infestation film. Um everything is all in Korean. You yeah. know, subtitles. Ooh, I like, I like. I know, right? I mean, I always like those, like, foreign shows and movies as it is. I do, too. I like to put some diverse into it. She says some diverse. I already know. But, like, I've always been, like, a big fan of, like, foreign horror movies, anything, like, foreign shows, stuff like that, you Mm. know, international. But this one right here is the one that had me snot crime, boogers everywhere, Bitch, I'm finna turn off, like, do not disturb on my phone. Y'all better not fuck with me because this is the best damn freaking Zed movie film. And I'm not gonna, like, give a lot of spoilers because you haven't watched it, but it's very touching. It's very, like, very emotional. And 
I may spoil it a little bit. Ain't nobody in this damn film don't have guns. They use whatever the hell they can and they're on a train. And it's really like the whole uh, centerpiece of the film is about this workaholic dad and his daughter. Mm-hmm. It is so freaking touching. And there's like so many characters in this film. And it also has a pregnant person in here too. But it is so touching to where it's just like, I was just, I was blown away of everything that was like in this film. Even the person that you hate the most in this film, you feel bad for him. Yeah. You really feel bad for him. I mean, you hated him all through the damn movie <laughs> until this the character reveals what until was what occurred. Yeah, yeah, and and it's just like fuck, bro. How come you didn't say that? <laughs> you were like that. You're like, like damn. That. You could have said this in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> you're like damn. But those are like my three top like zombie films, like horror films that I really love to watch. And really cherish. Uh, those are my top three, like all combined number ones. So, like, what's yours? Like I said, like the Evil Dead series, Insidious, and also um, um, Sleepaway Camp. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sleepaway Camp, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, oh my gosh, man. like like that girl. Boy, <laughs> man, really crazy, and the fact that like even after the original, um, you know the first one, yeah, back at it again. I know next generation. Like, why would you still continue to? Why? Why? There was like, I mean, yeah, there was like continuing on like sleepaway camp, and you know those were like fun. Yeah. But, like, the original one, yeah, like, it was just, like, bars, you know what I'm saying? But Felicity Rose, um, she was really young, and I actually seen her. She's she's fucking hot. Like, oh. I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> you know, she's, and I was, uh, I was like, damn, she's still cute. I seen her in a movie called Lilith. Um, she was really good in um, Lilith. But um, Sleepaway Camp was one of those movies that had that what the fuck, yeah, you know, endings it, with it, it. It really did. I mean, the second one and the third one was okay, but it was just kind of like, meh. Yeah, like, it, it was, was just bleh. Just bleh. Just Pretty much. Bleh. It was predictable that, yeah. you know, it's like, ah, oh, they could have just switched it up a little bit. But, but the but, original one, you actually, you can feel it, like, through, like, just imagine you go to a camp summertime and then all of a sudden it's like a a child murderer just going around killing off like your I friends know, and stuff I like know, that I know. because they was bullying and being mean and like damn it's like damn girl but yeah that was like the whole uh thing back in the 80s was like the whole like summer camp thing you know you yeah. had like uh friday the 13th you know mm-hmm. jason and mm-hmm. um it was like if you really just paid attention to a lot of the horror films back then, it really revolved around like age of innocence and adolescence and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, young adults True. because they were coming into a time of, you know, self-discovery of like mm-hmm. sexuality 
Mm-hmm. debauchery yeah uh, hood rat things that we a can, lot of things a lot of things that like what kids are still being like teenagers are still doing and it's never really gonna go away you know like that's just how like teenagers are you're gonna have some of your teenagers that don't do the things that you know that some teenagers do of their peers and it's also yeah. like yeah. where that discovery of where do i do what my friends do or do I not do it? Do I become a tattletale? What is the, like, you, mm-hmm. you, I mean, and it really, that is a very hard uh, stage in life is teenagerism. Yeah. Teenagerism is like the hardest stage ever and everybody can relate to that. Yeah. And I, and if you talk about, well, I just, I was so picture perfect and when I was a teenager, so you're a bullshit ass lie. <sighs> You a bullshit ass lie because mm-hmm. you know you did some shit too. Yep. I, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> did. A whole bunch of teenager type shit. Like, who has not, like, tried to vape or smoke? Or, well, back in there was no vaping. More but, like, like drink. Like, drink <laughs> and snorted coke or who had some weed or, whole. Oh, let's have some, like, some teenage sex, you know. Let's, you know, we, we want to be grown. We want to be, it's was. like, we want to be grown. We want to like, be grown. We wanna be, it's like we got boobs, we got like hair on mm. our like private parts and stuff. Like, oh shit, my nuts done dropped and everything. <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know, it's basically like that. Yep. But that was like, um, but that film actually like had um a lot of like how a, a, a ending can be just so unexpected no yeah no that's what i liked about the 80s too about another thing like they just be throwing in some unexpected randoms <laughs> like thanksgiving i cannot wait to i cannot wait for thanksgiving like eli Roth. yo i know all of us have been following eli roth for like months and months as he didn't drop this trailer for thanksgiving we all been waiting for this fake ass trailer that was on the Grindhouse movies to fucking drop. And everybody has been sitting there going to Eli Roth to my pulling his little shirt. Where you go pull out Thanksgiving? He's like, man, that's just a fake trailer for like Grindhouse and everything. He, then they're like, no, no, you need to make a movie out of this. So no further ado. You just got stuck. This like, month, what? this month, this month, Eli Roth is really bringing it with oh. the Thanksgiving. I'm like, that's a, that's gonna be one of those holiday Thanksgiving movies yep. I'm going to fucking watch yep. because I have been waiting for a long time for this. I just want to watch it again. No, this is like, like, like this is like that trailer he did. Uh-huh. Like he really made a real movie of this. Like this... I watched it. Thanks, Killer. The movie. When? Whenever I was up there. What bruise? No, he hasn't. He hasn't released it. Huh? He hasn't released it. What? Which? One? Oh, you talking about a new one? Yes. Oh, I'm talking about the first one that I saw. Are you talking about Thanks Killing with Turkey? Oh, unless you talk about... I'm talking about Thanksgiving with Eli Roth. Oh. Remember, like, on the Grindhouse movie? Okay, remember the Grindhouse movie that we watched? Right. And, like, and not, like, not, not, not Turkey, but he did a fake trailer. Remember Planet Terror? 
Uh-huh. Okay, remember, yes. like, where the fake trailer where the girl was, like, jumping on the trampoline and then there was a knife stuck up on the trampoline, like, slid through it and she was jumping on the... Never mind. I'm not sure I've seen that one, but I oh did my see Thanks Killing with the, with the Killing Turkey. Okay, you talking about, about turkey. Oh, Lord, we on two different, like, levels. Oh, dear. No, but Ain't I'm... that what it's called? Thanks. On Tubi? Like, yeah, Thanksgiving is the one with turkey. I'm talking about Eli Roth's, like, Thanksgiving, the one that's coming out this year. This is coming out this oh, month. A, oh, see, I didn't know there was another one. No, for real. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's different. Or one coming out. But you have seen, like, Planet Terror and Grindhouse movie, you know, Death Proof, and then Thanksgiving with Robert Rodriguez and everything. Okay. I'm going to say yes, because you know I'm not great with names. Oh. I just know that there was this goddamn killing turkey, <laughs> and he was chasing after, like, this Scooby-Doo high school crew, or whatever. They, like, went out I'm into screaming. the woods. There was a, they were a Scooby-Doo <laughs> Yes. That that was, like, because you told me about that one on Tuesday. Yeah. You couldn't do nothing but just no, laugh, that, just that was straight a, that, was a, that was a good one. I actually did a uh, podcast episode over that. Like, seriously. That was, like, like and then I he, love that. And then he, like, came in onto gobble, this gobble, couple. Motherfucker. Yes! <laughs> and then he, like, came in in the room where, like, this couple. Well, I don't think there was a couple, but, you know, the guy and the girl, they was in the bed together and stuff. And then <laughs> you just got stuffed. You just got stuffed. Like, what? Yeah, but I know what. Okay, now I know what you're talking yeah. about. Like I'm talking about that one, but I'm mm-hmm. talking about uh, Eli Roth's one. Oh, okay. okay, you remember like Inglorious Bastards, the like the real like thick ass, cute ass dude that was on Inglorious Bastards, the one with um Brad Pitt. Um. Oh my God. Nope. Oh Lord. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, ma'am. I'm screwing. I'm screaming. I'm dead. But yeah, but anyway, since we were talking about two different movies and stuff, but do watch like Thanksgiving. It's a low budget film. I love some independent low budget films with Turkey. He is the uh, villain in it, but it's terribly, terribly funny. I mean, you know, but I'm sorry, but the one that I really like is the one that's coming out by Eli Roth. Really. Um, that's gonna be like a motherfucking showstopper. We all been uh, waiting on him um, with this shit, and thank you so much, Eli Roth, for bringing our it's making our dreams come true. But again, watch Thanks Killing with Turkey also. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like another like film. I want to talk about this one and everything too because like it's one of my favorites. Oh. What's that? Welcome to Fright Night for real. Oh god. <laughs> talking about the uh You talking about the older uh, Yes, the older yes, yes, yes. That's another well, That's another one that I need to rewatch too. It's been a while since I uh seen that one. That's whenever he went to the um what was it? They was dancing. They went to the nightclub. The yeah. fucking best scene yeah. out of the movie was the yeah. nightclub scene. That was like that. the best <laughs> nightclub scene. That's another uh, film that uh, is actually like, I'm not really big particularly like on vampires and shit. I'm more like on werewolves and stuff. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Team Jacob. Oh my God. Oh, we're going to be talking about that hoe too. 
but uh but yes like a really another favorite one that i like to watch around like spooky season and all 365 days is fright night 1985's fright night with chris sarandon amanda burst you know the late Roddy mcdowell william ragsdale uh and I'm going to talk about, like, the second Friday night, too, and everything. But, like, that is one of my favorite uh, classic vampire films that uh, I really, it hit, like, a, just a hit a home run with me in high school. Um, you have, like, fine-ass Chris Sarandon, you know, Princess Bride motherfucker and shit and everything. You know, this dude chasing Chucky ass around in the first, like, child's play. And he's a vampire mm. called D Jerry Dandridge, and, and I've also spoke about him in one of my past uh, <laughs> podcasts, like how he put a heartbeat in my panties, and I'm like, damn, I wish this fool would come up in the, my Power. room and everything Power. and she bite my be, neck. Oh, I forgot her name. The actress that was like in the nightclub with him. Her, uh, Amanda Burst, mm -hmm. who played Marcy Darcy off of like uh, Married with Children. Talking about, I want to be like her in that nightclub with him. I do too. <laughs> I was like, I want to be just like Amanda Burst. But like, it has like, it's so much fun just like watching this film. But it also has like a lot of like nuances in it. Same thing, like in the 80s, you know, it was dealing with teenagers. Um, especially with Amanda Burst's character, Amy, of, like, really just opening up her, like, sexuality. Um, we know that Amanda Burst is, like, you know, she's part of the LBGTQ community. Um, I already knew that when she, when she was on Married with Children. I already knew that. I was like, okay, yeah. I already knew, and then she came out and stuff. I was like, girl, I already knew that. You know, like, y'all giving me clues, like, through Fright Night. And of course, the actor who played um, Evil—I mean, same thing and stuff. But you could, but I could tell when I rewatched it, and I actually did a breakdown on this on my blog uh, years, years back of like how uh, I seen like from Amy's perspective to like Evil's perspective because Evil, you know, he was made fun of. You know, people just thought he was just being weird, but really, you know, whenever before the nightclub. Um, you know, sequence that he went down that little old alley and stuff, and um, Jerry, you know, pretty much let him know like mm -hmm. you, nobody doesn't have to make fun of you, except you who you are and everything. Yeah. And that's like one of the things like about like that movie is uh with Evil's character that he felt like an outsider. He felt like nobody didn't like him because he was who he is. And like that, boom, 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 you know, like that's when like my light went off and I was like, oh, okay, I got what, I get it. Like, I really get it. And who who hasn't felt they wasn't accepted by their peers or they thought they, you know, they were, oh, this person is strange or they're too different, you know, they don't mm -hmm. fit in, you know, with the clique of the society and things like that. They're an outlier. Pretty much. And, I've been there. Yeah, and like I'm still there, you know, and I'm proud of being the who the person that I am, even though I'm not like really I per se would, or per se to like I just wouldn't want to be in a group that would actually be doing the same thing. Like <laughs> just basic <laughs> Just some basic assholes. Like y'all just basic. For real, that's all what it is. Like, damn, like, be yourself. I mean, I know you different than the other person is. 
You're show your uniqueness. Yeah, be unique. But like, but it was kind of like he he was like the 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 like Jerry Damages was like the handsome like camp like counselor of like everything. But he was like come to the dark side with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like dead ass. But then it also it like opens up of where like Charlie Brewster comes from a home like of a fatherless home we don't know if his father passed away or his mom got divorced but he also comes from you know being raised by a single mom and she works the night shift and show so that shows like a lot of like how why that like whole movie worked is because you know she was like oh I got shifted over to the night shift and everything at the um hospital and that's like something even that you can relate to um, yourself, mm-hmm. you know, me like raising you, you know, I had to work like these two jobs or I had to work pretty late, you know, things like that. And you're, and you know, and that was the one thing because I was a latchkey kid in the 80s. So you had latchkey kids in the 80s and stuff and you still had like, you know, uh, moms that was, like, raising kids, you know, they have to work long hours, they have to, like, do all this to make sure the bills were paid, the food was on the table, and everything else. So, we have, like, you know, I think that that worked very perfectly, you know, like, for this movie to make it really um, pop. I mean, oh my gosh, but, you know, the the makeup, the, the special effects in this bitch... That's right. Damn, the special was like way off the charts and stuff. And it's the same thing like with um Fright Night 2 where, you know, Jerry's sister comes in. I don't think you haven't seen that. It's the continuation of Fright Night. Mm-mm. Um, Charlie is in college. You know, uh, he still has like that vampire hunter that Van Helsing uh, like that but actually still going strong. it's still going strong but he succumbs to like Jerry Dandridge's sister and I love the way how they like put a spin um on that he actually gets fit and yo but there was an actor in here he, baby he was pretty and he was on roller skates Girl, then he was on roller skates, yo, like roller skates, and like I love that. Then you also seen a werewolf in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the actor I forgot his name, but he was on Martin. Um, he was the the engineer guy that was on Martin, the uh, TV series, mm-hmm. very popular in the nineties. He was the werewolf in this film. I love that. I was like, oh, oh, snap. But yeah, if y'all haven't seen like Fright Night 2, like do go check it out. It's like, I mean, it's kind of like a couple of years like after Charlie Brewster, you know, I think it's like in the 90s or whatever. But that was like a really uh, good, still like a, a really good sequel to like Fright Night. And um, I like both of those movies, but like Fright Night really is one of those uh, top you know, tier movies that I really uh, enjoyed, you know, as a teenager, you got the fine ass, like, fucking vampire, um, <laughs> I follow Chris Sarandon, he has, like, a podcast, Cooking with Love, Chris, wherever the hell he is, whatever he does and everything else, and he, I, he, he grows vegetables. Like, girl, he got, <laughs> a, like, a bomb ass, like, garden and stuff, he be growing, like, tomatoes. Nice. The purple uh potatoes like Ooh. yeah i know he's turned into like a really good green thumb and he's like really like 
like he's really like pro like we're gonna eat healthy up in this mofo sir can i um come come by with a basket right i know like i want some of those purple potatoes purple potatoes are so good Mm -hmm. so what's another like film that like is one of your top in your like horror collection that you love to watch over and over um freddie cougar all right yes good job like all og nightmare on elm street yes (laughs) freddie krueger like which ones like always love the dream warriors damn dream warriors is like a fucking good one um it's a good one i would say like friday i mean excuse me i'm gonna say something about friday 13th also Uh too but like Nightmare on Street, one through one through three, I feel that was like the really like top tier of like the franchise. Mm-hmm. And then I and then it kind of just jumps over. Yeah, that kind of did. Yeah, it kind of it, it started it started to get really like really like slapstick comical. Uh, they still still getting a little a little more predictive, predictable again, and then like the newer uh, Freddy Krueger ones. I feel, and then another one is the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street um, series. Mm-hmm. That was a real good one. Within you know because Robert England did um, you know host it and stuff, and they had like all these different you know different stories and stuff. I like I love that right mm-hmm. there. But uh, but yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street was like really good. I feel like one through three was like the best ones like out of that. I always still like the first one, of course. The first one was the classic. The it was it was very classic, and that was like really scary. And of course, uh, y'all know I ain't gonna tell retell the, the damn story again. <laughs> but y'all know a lot of y'all know who listen um to this podcast know about like the whole closet situation and with Freddy Krueger and stuff because that was very scary. I'm not gonna retell that story again. But um. But yeah, like the second one, I feel like a lot of people do shit on it and they never gave it so much credit because they're like, oh, they say it's like, oh, that's the that's the gay Freddy movie. I'm like, what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It didn't even matter. It was still whew, it the the pool scene, Mm-mm. the freaking Mm-mm. swimming pool scene out of that film that was just insanity that was insane bro and then that part where freddie got into jesse oh yeah oh my god you may have the and you know you know like the party got in oh my god that was crazy right there that was but, sick it was sick but then that part of where it scared the shit out of jesse when he woke up from that dream you said you may have the body. And then he pulls back, like, and he's like, but I got the brains. And Jesse, yes. like, woke up screaming. Oh, my God. Yes. I was just like, no fucking way, bro. I'm like, oh, my Fred- God. It always trips me up when Freddie had his, like, little catchphrase. <laughs> that was a clean that 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 whole that line was clean. I mean, your grandma 
she was saying that. And she was like a big, huge Freddy Krueger fan. Yeah. Like, she loved Freddy Krueger. That whole scene, like, it was just madness and stuff. Especially when when Jesse walked into that bar mm-hmm. and it was supposedly like, you know, <laughs> and it, and I heard the backstory behind like a lot of that, that the, the director and everything like really outed him and he did not want to be outed because back in the eighties, I not still remember this. It was like still tension and stuff. If somebody found out that you was gay or a lesbian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, actors at that time they had to hide themselves because they want to get roles and things like that but you know yeah. if you find out like in during hollywood time you know they're like oh nope your whole like career mm-hmm. is over mm-hmm. and um i think that was like really sick of that that um <laughs> director to do him like that he didn't want like he could come out in his own time and let everybody know, and then right. and, and then again, it ain't nobody motherfucking business. Mm, it no. really isn't. So, but I like that the girl, the bus scene, like in the beginning when they was riding off, and then all of a sudden it just turned oh, into that damn. hell and shit, bro. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that then part. I, I was like, what the hell, girl? I was scared to ride a bus after I, that. Man. I was scared to ride a bus. I was like, I don't even want to like. I felt like that at one part. Whenever, um, <laughs> whenever the bus used to come down here, mm-hmm. but I think after school. Probably like whenever I was still in elementary, I want to say, we went around, where go through Good Springs, then go all the way to Lake Striker, and it's like a um, it's like a dead end somewhere back there. I think somewhere where we uh went down that road where Lake Striker is. Yeah, down there, and it kind of felt like that because I was like, where do we go? No, 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 no. We went down on thirteen. We continued going down there where Holy Cody, where Cody used to, uh, where Cody used to stay. Yeah. Yes. I was like, where are we? Where are we going? I'm like, why? At first, it felt like Jeepers Creepers. That's what it was. Oh, like shit. on the fields and stuff. Oh shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like it was during about like four or five, and you remember it used to get a little darker around the evening time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, Jeepers Creepers finna come and come get me. I'm like, oh I don't God. even want to be on the school bus because that part on Freddy Krueger and then the other scene on Jeepers Creepers whenever they was on the school bus. Yeah. And it was nothing but just open field and hay. And I'm like, yeah, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's like super ass crazy. That's super ass crazy. Uh-uh. So, like, yeah, like, the next ones that we're going to be talking about is, like, like it werewolf movies. So... Another, like, good one that, like, I particularly like to watch in everything is The Howling, Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, and Dog Soldiers. And also, bonus, Ginger Snaps. Never seen it, but I heard of it. Oh, God, you need to watch Ginger Snaps like a mofo. Um... I like dogs so and and also oops sorry American Werewolf too so like I like to combine like all of those and everything. Um, American Werewolf scared shit out of me as a kid, but it has like a really interesting story with it. Um, uh, especially with like how David um uh, 
with the little nurse chick. And I'm just like, what? Like, she got him, like, after he got attacked in the moors and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then she was taking care of him. And she's like, okay, I'm going to take you back to my house. And then I was was like, girl, you don't even know this dude. And you let him all up in your house. And you let him all, like, blowing your back out and everything. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm like, sir, you need to go home. (laughs) Like, sir, I know you're from the States and you have nobody over here and everything and your friend just got, like, killed and, you know, you're seeing your friend, like, as the... Mm-mm. in limbo and stuff and he, your friend is telling you David you must kill yourself in order to break the live werewolf curse <laughs> and you're like and I was just like oh my god like who does that but okay I get it right there I get it I mean like really if you kind of think about it like everything Jonathan Landis he did put a motherfucking bomb ass you know werewolf movie um, he also, like, oh, God, I forgot his name and everything. I think it's, like, Roger or something. But he's, like, really famous, like, with his, um, special effects. He really did damn, did a damn good job, uh, with the werewolf special effects. Especially when David was changing into the werewolf in her, uh, in her flat. And I was just, like, motherfucker, if you're gonna change into a werewolf in somebody's flat, at least... Lock the damn door. <laughs> Not the door was like locked. you had a key to this flat. Lock her door. But that's like when he went on a rampage and just like right. biting everybody else oh, like that. Yeah. But like that was like a really good one. Um, Dog Soldiers, very uh, awesome movie. It was a little different. Um, very gruesome, very gory. I mean, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, has like military. Um, the guy who like played uh Alfred in you know damn Gotham. He played mm. Gotham. He played in Gotham. He also played in a couple other uh, movies. Uh, he was in Event Horizon. That's another good movie right there to watch too. Event Horizon. Mm-hmm. He was in a bit uh Sam Pertworth. Petworth, I can't even pronounce his last name, but his dad was actually the third Doctor Who. Before Tom Baker came, before the fourth Doctor, that was his dad. That was the third Doctor, and I for I didn't forget him, but like he all like his dad like had like a really whimsical like outlook of like being Doctor the third Doctor. But that's his father. But he played um you know Alfred in um Gotham the television show, and he's in this uh, film Dog Soldiers. I love Dog Soldiers. It is just really just nasty with it. Um, I love the special effects. I love how like just the whole military aspect of it and stuff. And they it was it was it was just stank brutal. It was very very stank brutal. They stank. Yeah, people. girl, they did put that stank in that movie. It really did. Um, another one is like Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps is about mm-hmm. it's a Canadian film. Oh my gosh, it has Mimi Rogers on there. I believe I did see the trailer of it, but just never gave it a chance. You yet. know what? And you should give it a chance because I didn't give this this damn film no chance whatsoever when it came out. Because I, in my stupid ass head and everything, I was like, what the hell? I want to watch these little, little doofus ass girls and shit like that. <laughs> but them motherfucking girls, they really did the damn thing in this film. Um, surprised the shit out of me. 
uh, never judge a film by its cover. And I guess it was the cover of the film when I seen it in move, you know, at Blockbuster or Forty Nine and more, like the video stores that used to exist. Oh my god! Yeah, it was the covers and everything. Um, it did have like a lot of like marketing, but it just kind of like faded off. But I was impressed with the whole thing, girl. You know what it dealt with? Mm, periods. What it? What it? Will what? Ginger Snaps deals with periods. Oh yeah, I've heard. Oh my god, I loved it. I loved it though. But like, it was just, it just took me back to like high school of like how, yeah. How girls can be so fucking vicious and cruel, especially in high school and junior high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, and I was just like, damn. But, like, yeah, it was... It had a lot to do with her... The way how we are very introduced into womanhood. And I feel Pretty like a much. lot of people, like, always have, like, that... Especially the negative connotation about, like, menstrual blood and periods and stuff like that. And I feel that is the... It's it's I mean, a, it's beautiful. It's uh it's part of like biology of us, you it, know. It actually is. It really it's is. It's a part of your science. It's a part of your science and your biology. Not to be. Oh my god, it's so disgusting. Oh. I mean, yeah, you can deal with it and everything. And I mean, stuff like that, <laughs> bitch. I've been dealing with that. Sh- I've been dealing with that shit ever since I was fucking ten years old and everything. <laughs> if you really look at it, I mean, everybody has blood within themselves. Duh. I know, right? And I'm just crazy. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Right, right, right. Is there anything else that you want to add to our talk about, like, our favorite Halloween movies that we like? It's not, like, particularly, like, in order, but we just, like... Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about Twilight. I was going to say, I couldn't think of any of... I ain't watched any horror movies in a while. But... Uh, what's her name? Twilight. Oh gosh. Bucktooth Bella, Kristen Stewart. Oh gosh. I'm still tripping out on the whole ketchup bottle as she was just shaking it like it was salt on a burger, and nothing was coming out. I'm like, you just made it so obvious. Yes. Twilight. Or like with Edward, whenever uh, and when she smelled herself, and he was looked like he about to throw up. Yeah, it's like, I stink. Yes, you do stink, girl. Yes, Twilight. No, he, ev- he said that's a good stink. Yeah, that's, that's a good stink. The ever-loving, popular-ass, like, tween teenager movie, Twilight. It's not really, like, our favorite or whatever, but goddamn, those things are so hilarious. Uh, written by, like, Stephanie Myers. Um, Twilight was just... I feel like Twilight... Excuse me. It is like, it's a, like, to me, it's like a horror for, like, everybody that the whole Twilight just phenomenal, like, happened. It's a, it's a nightmare and it's a horror for all of us because we had so many <clears throat> teenage girls and boys. Yep. It really wasn't, like, feeling like, I'm, I've never heard, like, any guys or whatever, like, oh, man, Chris Stewart's so hot as, like, Bella. I didn't hear that. I heard a lot of, like, teen... Edward, Team Jacob. Pretty much. Yeah. It was mostly Team Edward, Team Jacob because they, you know, how they was yeah. like, it was the wolves versus like the vampires and then it took it all the way back into like the, um, you know, like the actual first generation, the OG, you know, vampires and stuff yeah. like that. And then 
you know, whenever they also had a war about, uh, what was it? Humans and vampires mating and like having a child within each other. And like once the, whenever the child is born, they're like saying like the child half human, half vampires are a lot more dangerous and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that's another vampire movie I'm going to be talking about after this one too. Yeah, about, like, the human, like, the half-breeds or, like, which comes into mind of some DC Marvel character that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, like, that whole thing about, like, you know, the whole dream and but as wasn't it Esmeralda, Esme May, Esma the 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 the, the baby of like uh, uh, Bucktooth es, Esmeralda or, Bucktooth and Edward. Um uh, some something it's more like Jacob pretty much gave her the name. Oh. And then Bella, I think she like switched it up or it was like from Edward and from Jacob and then I can't remember. But I don't it's something know, like that. Like, some Whatever they named that baby, that 3D they, digital that 3D baby, b- ugly ass baby and shit. But like, yeah, Twilight. Like when I first watched it, at first I was like, "Where is this girl's dad? Why is this dude like creeping up on like this buck teeth heifer and everything?" Um, you know, I was like, "Where is her daddy? Her daddy is the fucking sheriff of this town. He's like the chief of police and everything. Like, why is he not putting the ABP out? Like, what the hell is wrong with him? Like, does he feel that guilty because he has not been in Bale's life? That like he he just let her do what the hell she wanted to do because he feels like so much guilt of not like what? Like, bro, like he just have like so many fucking issues with himself." And then, like, the whole, like, Edward, like, keeps going to high school because he mm-hmm. just think it's so cute and everything. Like, yo, you are, like, you are a child predator. You, child you, predator. You are a pedophile. Like, yo, you a pedophile, bro. Then he said he was, like, a hundred and something Yeah, you a hundred and something and everything. Like, you could have, like. Hundred and eighteen. Yeah, you could have, like, went with, uh, like, you could have went with some other chick that was, like, in her forties. If you were, like, a hundred and something. And, like, you could have went with somebody. Like, no. Like, you were, like, already, like, out of school and everything else when you became a vampire sir like you could have dipped and got with some 24 year old okay you're 118 but you could have got with a 24 year old but no you had to fuck with the girl that's in high school like she was because i think brother was about like 16 16 or 17 and shit like like baby like seriously like Bella just did not have any kind of self-awareness about herself as it is anyways. No. And that's like one of the things like they say she smells like death and all that shit. I was like, ew, this bitch dead, bro. Like, like she must have, I mean, but you could tell like in a way she didn't give Nan none of them no coochie or nothing like that. She for real, she didn't. She no. was just like, no, she's just like, uh-uh, like, I don't, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's like one thing I liked about Bella though. Like, she just like, I ain't gonna drop with you. I ain't gonna like fuck with you. Mm-hmm. She was like oh, basically yeah, like with never... both of them. Yes, cause she actually did like like both of them. But it was just the whole whenever Edward got like a little jealous, and then Jacob, he was just like, I don't know. He was just 
overly protective over her, which he also did love her as well. So then, like, both of them was just always, like, head on head with her, over her. And then Bill's like, stop! And, you know, I was just, I was just like, no, y'all really going crazy over this girl. Yeah, I know, right? Like, y'all really going crazy over this girl, like, for real. And then, like, with her, I was more like Bella was, I mean, I would be like Bella, like, okay, both of y'all fighting over me, like, that's cute and all, but I don't choose none of you hoes. I would have been like, I don't want, you're not making me choose you, I'm not making, I'm not choosing you, I'm not going to choose you because you're glittery. I'm not, gonna glittery. Cho- I'm not gonna choose you because you're a damn like big old wolf dog and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you both can fucking hurt me, but y'all keep saying like, "I'll never hurt you, Bill." Like y'all change into shit. You know, you change into a damn werewolf when you get upset and angry, mm-hmm. Jacob. You Edward, you get to like that. Like, you finna like, have, like, a vampire, like, <laughs> constipation trip or something like that. And then you can just, like, bite me because, like, how they say, we don't eat people. We just eat animals and stuff. Like, like y'all vegan or some bullshit. Yes. Like, like, really? That is, like. That was all Carlo that was, like, that proposing was, that. Like, y'all are, like, so hypocritical. Like, the whole Carlisle family and everything, y'all are, like, big hypocrites. And y'all are, like, really weird. I would not even fuck with a family like that. I'm sorry. I'd, I'd be like, y'all are y'all are vampire family. I'm not going to fuck with you. I think that's why, uh, what's her name? Um, what's, uh, 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 I like Esme, the mean one. Esme. Yeah, I love Esme. Her and what was the other one? Alice. No, 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 not Alice. Oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The one that's in, Carla, in the Carlisle family? Yeah. Yeah, her... She be cracking me up. Like I liked her because she was like a bitch, and I love a I love a good bitch. You remember when she broke that salad bowl? Fuck yeah! <laughs> she was angry. Fuck yeah! Giving me like nausea vibes. I am not a complete monster. <laughs> not a total monster now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I love her. Like, she, like, cracked me. I mean, she didn't have, like, enough screen time, but I mm-hmm. fucking loved her, though. Like, when she's, like, talking, I'm like, what you gonna say, girl? Who you gonna burn? Like, who are you gonna put on the stake and roast their ass? Like, I was, like, she wait, was no. cold. Like, she was really cold. Like, I love cold-ass bitches like that. You know what I'm saying? They like some boss bitches. But I give it to Bella for being a boss bitch, you know, because she was, like, I ain't even, like, like, like I ain't fuck with both of y'all like that. But again, she like <laughs> Edward because he like see me like sleeping, and he was like, ah! and I'm just like, girl, that is like some codependent. Like I'm in love, like you're the enabler, and Edward is your narcissist. Like that is like you are in his supply, girl, and then he gonna change you into my. I'm gonna be a vampire. No, you did not. She showed sure did. You didn't want to be a vampire, bitch. She sure you did. did not want that. Like I was, ro- we was rooting for you. I'm like Tyler. I'm, I'm like, I'm like Tara Banks. We were rooting for you. I was rooting for you, but you chose the latter and everything because I love Edward. Mm-hmm. Like no, you didn't ask for that. Edward did not even give you a fucking chance to live your own life as a human being. Now you will come on to your fucking terms and say like, hey. You know what, Edward? I really want to be a vampire. He did not give you that chance, bitch. Bitch, you actually lost. You actually lost. I'm just saying it. Your ass lost. You lost. You didn't gain shit. 
You fucking lost. The fact that she gained super, like, more strength than uh, Edward was whenever she did get turned. Yeah, for real. Like, for real, she actually did, but then I found, like, her strength and everything as a human was, like, I more think... fucking powerful than her turning into a vampire. I mean, yeah, you got super speed and super strength. Yeah. Woo, 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 big freaking deal. You're like the bionic woman, but you eat, like, raw meat and drink mm-hmm. blood but like still she had like a freaking power her power say, didn't she whoop jacob ass yeah <laughs> she like whooped his ass and then she could have whooped his ass when she was human too she because did. like really if you think about it she actually had that power when she was human and stuff like for real just because you changed over and flipped the script of being a supernatural being and stuff like i feel like you actually lost. Like, it's cool to be like that and everything. You're going to live forever. But I feel like she had so much power because she drawn, like, two supernatural beings to her, like, flame or her yeah. dead-ass flame with her buck-teeth ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, her little shield, whatever that Yeah, is. whatever, like, her sh- shield something. Yeah. I guess it just came more out whenever she did turn and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, she but didn't... even before she turned, I'm pretty sure if she just practiced it a little more. Oh my often, god! She, yeah, she she would. Yeah. That's the reason why. I'm yeah. like, that's that's the reason why. But everybody thought it was so cute with her, and of course the showmans like mm. of her, um, you know, home biscuit and like you know Kristen. But like seriously, like I liked her in that um underwater movie that she did. Remember, she was, like, in that submarine movie. I forgot what it's called, but she was, like, the bomb in that. She also was, this was not her first time, like, being in a Supernatural-type movie. There was one where she was, like, she was younger, and it was, like, her family moved into a house, and the house was haunted. So when I seen her, Kristen Stewart, in this film, I was like, okay, I see this girl actually doing stuff, like, in a Supernatural, you know, realm of, like, genres. Mm -hmm. Um her fucking acting still dead as hell but i was just like she was just dry and bored she was just a dry board and i think that's the reason why she got the role as bella is because she's just dry as a fucking board mm-hmm. but um but yeah she she was in this movie that was like she was up underwater i forgot what it was but she was really good um in that movie she she really like like her acting skills was like boom 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 of course, she was like in Snow White and the Huntsman with Charlize Theron. She was good in that one, too. Uh, there was some controversy with that. That movie didn't get a lot of ratings. A lot of people didn't like it, but I liked it and everything. Um, I know that old Home Biscuit and everything, Robert Pattinson, he did very well playing the Batman. Um, yeah. He did really good in The Lighthouse. I know a lot of people is like mixed reviews like on The Lighthouse and everything. That was a really good film, especially working with Willem Dafoe. Like, you know how Willem Dafoe is, man. Willem Dafoe been on that, been on like that role for a long ass time. Yeah. But um, I don't know what happened to like our homeboy who played like Jacob and everything. The last movie I seen him in, it was like some action movie. Uh, didn't do well. It bombed. Um, and I have not seen him ever since then. Ever since, like, Shark Boy, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, no, Tyler Lautner. Yeah, yeah, Taylor Lautner. Taylor Lautner, yeah. Yeah, Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I remember he was on, uh, what's that movie? I think it was called Abduction. Yeah, that's the movie I was talking about, Abduction. Yeah. That's the last movie I've seen him in. Yeah, that was that the last was it. one. That was it, right there. And, like, yeah. yeah, and speaking on that, like, another fave and everything, and it's your fave, and I raised your ass on there. 
Blade One and Blade Two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh blade. yeah. When you talking about you open up the like the floodgates on half human, half vampire, have all our strengths and none of our weaknesses. Blade, Blade, Blade. Mm-hmm. That was the best ass movie. Blade One, which has opened up the doors, you know, for a lot of the Marvel MCU universe to come mm-hmm. out. Like we have they better like stop. Strong. They better stop discrediting my boy Blade like that on from Marvel because he is a part of the Marvel universe. He really is. He's he is a part of the Marvel universe, but like he really like that movie like set the tone and opened the doors for like a lot of like MCU like mm-hmm. Marvel movies to come out. And um, I love the scene of like the first scene, the whole like club scene with the with the blood and everything. Which Nadia said, my my like sprinkles are not working just like on Blade when like Nadia like opened up the nightclub and stuff. Yes. And um, you know, we seen um Carol. You know, I said Carol, Karen Jensen, which mm-hmm. is played. God, I forgot her name. I'm I'm like dead brain dead like you. I'm not. I can't even like talk. But uh, you know when we when I seen her in the film, and mm-hmm. I was like hip hip hooray, you know this is like an awesome like role like for a black woman to mm-hmm. like play, you know a hematologist, you know her boyfriend got bit the fuck up by Donald Logue and everything. Goddamn, Ooh. Donald Logue was so fucking funny in this movie. He was so funny in uh, what we do in the shadows too. He did a cameo yeah. appeal a couple of times, um, you know in this last season. And um, Into the shadows. and like uh, Blade was like really good. I mean, it's burned off to like a mm-hmm. cartoon. You also seen him like oh, yeah. a couple of times in Spider Man, the cartoon Spider Man. Um, you know, Saturday mornings we seen Blade, mm-hmm. and um, and of course it went into like Blade Two. And guess who directed it? Guillermo del Toro, which by the way is directing a Frankenstein film. I'm very excited about that. And I just cannot wait to see his vision of Frankenstein since he did actually did a really good movie. First movie he did was Kronos. Mm-hmm. It was a badass movie. I loved it. The love of a grandpa and his granddaughter. It was so sweet. But the grandpa turned into um, a vampire. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. It was. It's, it's really bittersweet, though. Yeah. But um, I can't wait to see this because Guillermo del Toro did Blade Two. Uh love the special effects in it. Ron Perlman's in it because I was like, okay, Ron Perlman. And I was like, oh, okay, Kronos because mm-hmm. Ron Perlman was actually the only American actor in Kronos with, uh, when first directed by Guillermo del Toro's movie. Mm-hmm. And, which it made sense. And, uh, I liked Blade, how they did move it to, like, the second one. Even the vampires, the little mutated vampires yeah. and stuff. That was, like, really nasty. That was, was, like, oh, God. I even the like, damn dog. And, yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh, my God. That, that was, was just me that. Up right that was Oh, my gosh. It was. It was, like, this, ev- it was, like, a de-evolution evolution of, like, vampires and stuff. And, like, Blade and, like, a homegirl had to, like, stop this and everything. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that like particular that second blade was the bad was badass i mean i like the first blade because it was badass because you had steven dorf of uh, donald Lowe. you had like oh my gosh you had like udo kader i think i pronounced his name wrong but you know he's been in a lot of movies and shit but it was just so badass like how they presented like you know we had like superhero you know uh 
comic book movies and stuff like Superman, Spider-Man mm-hmm. and all that. But then it's like, okay, Blade, how are we going to do this? And I and I was like, yeah, they did they did Blade very well. Now the third one, it yeah, was all right, I don't you know. Really recall it, much of it. And now right, I mean, it, some things I recall, I mean, cuz you know, Ryan Reynolds was being very extra annoying and shit. Of course, like he fits Deadpool to a T, but mm-hmm. like he was very annoying. And Blade Three Trinity, and of course, um, Jessica Biel was in it. Like I feel that Jessica Biel, she's also a Pisces too. Mm -hmm. Jessica Biel did a wonderful job at um the you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course, it has like Matthew McConaughey in it too. Matthew McConaughey. But she, I feel that like Jessica Biel always been given like mediocre roles. And it's not letting her shine. She do have like a few movies where she is shining, like Seventh Heaven and stuff. She really has some good acting chops though. But I felt like I think like her like her I don't know, maybe her agent is just giving her shitty ass movies. <sighs> because I feel that like she actually did a good job, like, in this movie. She really is. She did. Yeah. And um the whole part about her being Whistler's daughter and stuff like that, uh, that's a bit of a stretch. Then, of course, like, Parker Posey. Parker Posey was the queen of, like, indie movies. She did remind... I mean, she she did a very annoying, great job as being that fresh vampire, you know, boss lady like that. She was fucking annoying. Mm. She was really irritating as shit. She really did. But I was like, you know what? That's like the same bravada and arrogance that a lot of them has done. And I bet like Deacon Frost had that persona when he first became a vampire. And then, of course, joining the ranks and leagues of the vampire society, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I was like, oh, okay. Again, another perspective that I've seen watching it a couple of times. I was like, okay. I I believe this character. This is the way how a motherfucker would act if they're a vampire. And they will be like this. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, really, really. It will be like that. And of course, you've seen, like, some, some wrestlers end up in this bitch and everything. You know, like, really, like, a lot of, like, horror movies, like, really opened up a lot of doors for uh, a lot of actors. It really yeah, did. It, it really did. It really does. It really does, you know. But that's enough of our time and thank you so much and thank you my daughter even though she's like i don't forgot i can't remember that's okay but like that's okay we want a different perspective on shit and everything as it is anyways um you can follow me like on instagram at the random horror show you could drop me a couple of lines like you know on my ig whatever just say hey what's up what you doing boo uh shit it's still cuffing season but like the deadline for cuffing season is <laughs> like next week and everything so Cut. hurry up and put like your um applications in for cuffing season i will go over your um your applications but all your asses gonna, will be denied as it is anyways you're gonna run a background check run a background check and everything else this is like we're running credit we're running credit you know what I mean? <laughs> so we're running credit um, you can also drop me like an email if you want me to review a movie, you want me to like be a guest on the show, that's at the random horror show at gmail.com. Um we have like FRDS that's coming up as the random horror show uh random guest. 
um, very delightful, awesome um, person. And especially if you not have read The Effects of Honorium, um, do read that. If you have not read that last month during spooky season, I read it anyways because like her character Lilith is something else. I'm, I call her the Avenging Angel and you will get to hear me and her chopping it up um, this month um, at the Random Horror Show. And I'm not on threads and everything. I was on threads, but I deleted that. It was kind of slow and stuff, but you can still reach me like at my Instagram and my um, Gmail. Also, my Facebook, if you want to drop a line or whatever. Um, that's say, still the same name, The Random Horror Show. Hit her up, hit her up. Hit her up, hit her up. Hit her up, hit her what? Say what? Hit her up, hit her up. Let me hit it, let me hit it, let me hit it. Hit her up, let me hit it, let me hit it. There's my hype woman right there. It's like she really do hype me up. And she hyped me up like on a gig too. That I think that was pretty cool right yeah. there. Don't don't mind me just for not speaking so much on this podcast. I'm just trying to stay alive. In the spooky season. It's still spooky season. Oh, I don't give a shit. It's still spooky season like a motherfucker now. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You got that right because creeping it real. Creeping it real. <laughs> I still gotta, we gotta still gotta take down the Halloween shit. Probably like around Thanksgiving. But nah, it should be like one, two, three, like. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, but it's still, you catching all them bugs out there. I know, right? The, the dollar store, dollar tree, uh, $1.25. Fake ass cobwebs catch many bugs. Remember that. It may look funny. Yes. You might have it in the summertime, but them hoes would catch some bugs like nobody else. I'm just letting you know. It it, it, it adds like flavor into your decoration. It really does. On, it really does. On Halloween. It really do. It, it, it do. And that is it for our time. I'm Keisha Lacey. And I'm anime. And this, and this is the Random Horror Show.